Lily Larkin stopped, turned around, and smiled at the woman trotting down the road in her direction. Beneath her breath, she was groaning a curse. This was a meeting she'd been trying to avoid. She anticipated a question being fired at her, and in answering it, she would have to tell a lie, possibly several. She felt uncomfortable doing that, yet deceit was unavoidable if she were to protect somebody dear to her. Been wanting to have a word with you. Eunice Smith was holding a stitch in her side by the time she puffed up to stand beside Lily. I'm too old for hearing about. Do you know, I turned 43 a few weeks ago. My Bobby remembered me birthday, God bless him. He sent me a present from France. Lovely bit of Brussels lace it is. Sewn it on me best blouse, on the collar. Eunice patted at her throat. 43, eh? You're looking good for your age, Lily continued, edging away. She liked Eunice, but already could guess the direction of this conversation once the niceties were out of the way. Mustache, the lads will be back from the market soon and want their wages. Oh, hold on a mo, love. Eunice grabbed Lily's elbow. I've had a letter from Bobby this morning. He's doing well enough, though he's got lice. Eunice rolled her eyes. By all accounts, the old platoon's scratching. Anyway, he wants me to find out if he's upset Margie in some way. He sent her a letter, but not heard back. Those two were always close pals, so it is odd. Then I was thinking to myself, well, I've not clapped eyes on Margie for a while. Unusual, that, because I always see the girl walking up and down the road, to and from work. Eunice settled her hands on her hips. She ain't poorly, is she? Lots of colds about for springtime. She's on honeymoon. Lily trotted out a yarn, just as she'd promised she would if pressed to explain her best friend's absence. Quite a whirlwind affair it was. Margie had lost touch with this boy after leaving primary school. Anyway, they bumped into one another and got talking, and it carried on from there. Eunice closed her dropped jaw. Margie's got married, she enunciated, and she never let Bobby know about it. She didn't let anybody in on it. Well, I knew, but it was a spur-of-the-moment thing for them before he was posted. Just a quiet do with his family in South End. She didn't want any fuss. It certainly had surprised Lily when Margie laid out her plan to keep the gossips at bay. Lily understood why action was needed, though. She's up the spout, ain't she? That's why she's married on the hurry-up. Eunice smacked her hip in enlightenment. Well, I never did. Shh, I'm saying nothing. Lily pressed a finger to her lips. Margie will tell you all about it in her own time, I expect, when she's back and swanning about as Mrs. Green. Mrs. Green, eh? Fancy that. Eunice shook her head. So, she's coming back then. Ain't staying down South Endway with her husband. No point. He's already had his papers and he's shipping out shortly. She'll be back at work next week. Now, I've got to get going. It's non-stop when we're short-staffed. At least that was the truth, Lily Riley thought. Even if Margie was actually in North London and close enough to turn in for a shift at Wilding's Costermongers. Instead, she was hiding out at a friend's place to give credibility to a make-believe marriage. Don't know whether to tell Bobby about this, Eunice frowned. He'll start fretting about what's going on back home, I know he will. He needs to take care of himself. She shook her head. Ain't just bombs and bullets they're up against now, the swine are gassing our boys. Lily had been worried sick too, reading the reports of the Germans using chlorine gas to gain an advantage against the Allied troops. 
Might be best to skim over it in your letters for now. Let Margie break the news herself when he's back on leave, eh? I always hoped Bobby would get together with Margie. Lost his chance now, though, said Eunice dully. Lily knew Margie had always longed for that to happen, but Smudger, as everybody called Bobby Smith, apart from his mother, had been besotted with somebody else, and that doomed affair had set in motion a horrible sequence of events. Oh, hark at me! Should have inquired how you're doing, Eunice tutted. How's your luck, Lily? Have you heard if your fiancé's getting leave so you two can tie the knot? Greg hoped he might be back before Easter, but that's come and gone. Lily sorted through the post every day, hoping to spot a letter from the man she loved, telling her to book the registry office now he had a date to sail. Ma Bobby's not been home once yet. Now bachelors are being called up. Perhaps it'll give some of the serving Tommies a well-earned break.'